1: On today's show we are going to be covering a topic that is omnipresent in everyone's life, especially those of you who are finally trying to learn how or put the pieces how to push beyond passive lead generation, become proactive lead generators. Today we're going to be talking about how to overcome your fear of rejection. So Julie, are you uh joining me today? I think you were there. Yes? I think so. I yes, you are. I don't
2: know if you can hear good. me. But... Okay, good. No, I can yes, hear... and you're right. Can, this can we is, hear you? Uh, very common. Julie, are you there? Yeah. Can we can we hear you? Am I no, messing that's with not you? funny anymore. I'm <laughs> I'm going to pretend I'm muted, and my phone didn't work.
0: Yeah, there you Back go. I you. Anyway. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
1: Anyone? Yes. Anyone you'd like to acknowledge or anyone you'd like to uh, be grateful, show gratitude towards this morning? Well, from I know. Your- uh, we've
2: got. Quite a few uh, new listeners and retu- return listeners from New York City, the Douglas Element event that we did not too long ago. I know that uh, we were reminding some of them, and then for a few of them, I think they're newer to the podcast. So just a quick shout out towards the uh, New York City market. We always love to have you guys there, as well as the other end of the spectrum, clear out west. And you know, one of the reasons I have my premier coaching call at the time of day I do is because our Hawaiian clients have to get out of bed pretty early. I didn't want to make it any earlier on them. So I just like to uh, give extra acknowledgement for people who make the extra effort to be there, both on the podcast as well as our premier coaching members. So those are my two quick shout-outs, and then we can get going on the ever-popular How to Overcome Your Fear of Rejection.
1: That's right. Um, so, also remember, folks, if you want copies of the books that everyone is raving about, specifically *Think and Grow Rich* for real estate and the Real Estate Treasure Map, and if you'd also like a free coaching call with one of our new member coaches, it's we've made it super simple for you. We've actually made the process so that all of you can accomplish those goals within about two seconds, all you have to do is text the word Harris to 31966. Text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996, and you will be sent a scheduling link to schedule a call with one of our new member coaches, and on that call they're going to walk you through the steps on how to build your lead generation wheel. In other words, your specific plan on how to lead generate uh, this year or next year. So that is what the uh, – the sake of the purpose of the free coaching call is, and just because you've requested a free coaching call, we're also going to be giving you six books. The book link for those of you who are requesting the coaching calls now is emailed to you on the confirmation page. You'll understand um, because you're going to be going, you're going to get a text, and you're going to click the link, and then you're going to schedule, and then you're going to get an email confirmation. The books are in the email confirmation. Remember, I told you that. Okay? So go ahead and text the word Harris. H a r r i s to three one nine, I'm uh, three one nine nine six three one nine nine six. Julie.
2: Yes. All right. Perfect. So let's get going on this. And I, I did some research to make this a little bit more fun for people, because it is potentially one of those squirmy topics. You've got to first admit that you have a fear of rejection, and then you can do something about it. So. I wrote, living in fear of rejection, decide to conquer that fear once and for all. So this is a little bit of introspection to start out with. What are you avoiding because you fear rejection? How much fuller would your life, your mind, and even your bank account be if you lost that fear of rejection? What are you avoiding? So here's a short list of what we've discovered and uncovered from coaching calls and emails and texts and many podcasts and you know meeting with some of you live as well so what do people avoid because of this fear well prospecting is clearly the obvious choice but what about talking about real estate with anybody you don't already know usually the fear of rejection uh, pops up when you have to have those discussions with you know people that you run into that maybe we're not a past client, or a referral, or a friend, or a family member? What about your lead follow-up? Are you avoiding following up because somebody might say no to you? Maybe because they might say yes to you, then you won't know what to do, potentially. Are you avoiding closing for the sale because you're afraid that you'll get rejection? And this stems even into relationships. Uh, Are you avoiding higher average sale prices, or different neighborhoods, or different types of sales, because you fear rejection? What about actually attaining and ma- maintaining your magic number of listings? Creating your own buyer leads versus buying them, for example. And of course, you may not look at it this way, but by living in fear of rejection, you're actually avoiding your long term ever increasing wealth because it almost always takes. In fact, I can't think of a single example where you can get to ever-increasing wealth, you know where your money works for you and you're no longer working for your money, without having to power through some level of rejection. Would you agree with that, Tim? Can you think of any examples where, I suppose if you inherited it, but that's such a micro percentage of wealthy people, I don't think that really counts. What are We do thoughts? need
1: to dust off that series that, that we did um, a, maybe a year ago where we talked about basically the phases of wealth creation. We really should do that again. Yes. Because you're touching Definitely. on something. When Julie and I were researching all this for our new book, which is coming out in June, and the vast majority of people think that rich people basically inherited it or were somehow given the money. And when Julie and I were Refuting that, because we knew it was wrong, but we didn 't have any statistics on it, and we were researching this for our new book. we found out that virtually nobody inherits their wealth that virtually all the millionaires, multimillionaires are all first generation and all created it in their own lifetimes and there 's lots of other anecdotal um, you know pieces of information out there that we will be sharing with you hopefully on that upcoming podcast, but also available on our new book. The moral of the story is, is that there's never been a better time in the history of man. I'll go as far as to say that if, if you're in the United States at least to create real generational wealth for yourself. And it's just because we're at this convergence period. Well, in our industry in, in particular, so it doesn't have to sound so lofty. I was just reading about Zillow and Zillow just fired. their uh, their CEO, Spencer Raskoff, who Julie and I have been friends with for a long period of time, nice enough guy, and um, well, he got fired, so why did he get fired? He got fired because probably, who knows really why, but it does appear that the company is not performing well at all, and in other words, that the stock price is not reflecting the current reality, and I guess the fear is that that's going to soon be taking place, and that they're they're losing money. They're losing money quarter over quarter over quarter. The company is making no profit continuously, and the whole time they've been in business, they've supposedly only made a profit uh, for two quarters ever. And this is since what 2007 or something when they went public, something like that. Maybe it's 2008. Um, the, and the other thing is is the house flipping thing. Well, guess what? That didn't seem to be a very good idea. That's not going to really work. So what you're many of you are going to see for the first time in your careers assuming that you're just paying somewhat attention to real estate is you're going to see in our prediction, which Julie and I have been telling you and rallying against buying buyer leads just about forever. You're going to see the end of one trend and that trend is buying buyer leads Zillow knows it because the reason that they're not making any profit and the reason they're losing subscribers and the reason that they're projecting their own growth in 2019 will only be 2% if they grow at all. That's pretty amazing. That is very that i don't even know what more proof you'd need that's the end of the buying buyer lead trend and there's other trends big macro trends that if you've been in the industry long enough you'll see all these trends the other you know we had the marketing trend we had the social networking trend you know i I sound like an ass saying this, but I mean, there was a, one of our main competitors who essentially, for the longest period of time, was trying to fool agents into believing they could social network their way to success, and that's what all of you needed to be doing and all that. And he had uh, Gary uh, Vee as a sort of a, his uh, main guru. Well, Gary just comes out the other day and says, look, buying houses is a bad idea. You shouldn't be, you know, most people shouldn't be buying real estate. It's like, oh, gosh. I mean, the insanity of it all, that's just another end of a trend. The social networking thing was another trend. The teams thing, believe it or not, and the expansion teams and all that stuff, that's another trend. All of these big trends are only available or really are only uh, possible because so many agents don't want to do what they don't want to do, and they don't want to do it. They don't want to do real work. They don't want to put themselves in a position where they're going to hear anything other than yes. They want to believe that they can passively you know, waltz through life without ever having to learn how to overcome rejection. And that's a lie. And that's a lie where it, that literally, guys, billions of dollars is spent every year trying to perpetuate that lie. That's the reason you buy buyer leads. That's the reason that you believe social networking is going to essentially make it so you can create enough business for yourself to have a sustainable uh, living. That's the reason that you do marketing. That's the reason so many of you do branding. And, well, you know, here's another one. We're finally seeing the end of this another other trend which is agents spending tens of thousands if not hundreds of thousands of dollars per year on websites on their own personal websites there's been it, and along with that are these complicated CRMs and these complicated drip email campaigns the other thing that Julie and I have always been pointing out is being an enormous waste of time and money well there's been a lot of research now that's shown what that long-term lead follow-up is an utter waste of time but why do agents do it because if they have a long-term lead follow-up system in place They're fooling themselves into thinking a certain number of those people every single year, and they'll tell you this. This is how they rationalize it: are somehow magically going to become uh, customers. They're going to somehow magically buy or sell a house with them. So they will fight like it's a religion, like you know, it's some kind of holy war. They'll protect their belief structure around CRMs and websites and all the rest of it. But then when you go when you go back to asking them, they don't think like this. But if you were to ask them, well, what is actually happening as a result? Are you making a profit from this venture? So, here's what we know. There's been, again, lots of research has shown that long-term lead follow-up is an utter waste of time. Well, how about this? The, The NAR study, which I thought was amazing, the total number of leads that the average agent gets from their own personal agent website every year is zero. That was shocking. I mean, I would have figured something, right? But not zero. Well, why? because in order for your agent website to be found, you're going to have to either do lots and lots of pay-per-click, and even at that, who's going to want to go to your agent website when they could go to one of the portals and get all the information that they want? I mean, it's just the insanity of it all. And yet, how many of you right now are spending millions of dollars, you know, collectively, obviously, on these silly things, thinking that it's going to work because maybe you just discovered our podcast, and everybody else that you're Getting information from is trying to, you know, they have confirmation bias that all these things will work, but we know for a fact that they don't. That's the reason that Julie and I always go back to saying the same thing that if you want to be in this business long term, you're going to have to learn how to generate your own business. And you're going to have to learn how to have a very myopic approach to your business. Myopic means tunnel vision, and just focusing on being a powerful listing agent. All these other things are as seductive as they sound i want to work on my team i want to work on my team culture i want all these things that people talk about endlessly do not put you in a position to help people and do not put you in a position to make money let alone a profit these are just some simple cold facts the other things are trendy guys and like i said i suspect we're very close to seeing the end of the buying buyer leads trend oh there'll still be people buying buyer leads but as far as it being a big, huge. Uh, trend, no. It will go away. And that a lot of other things you're going to see go away as well. So during this time of change that's happening in the housing market, that's happening sort of where we're starting to see maybe what will be a, a – I think personally um, the AI thing might be interesting, but really at the end of the day, all of those things are just sideshows compared to the amount of money you can make learning how to pick up the phone and actually learning how to generate your own business. If you were just willing just for a second – so open your mind to the fact that everything you want is on the other side of doing what you don 't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. doing it consistently, learning how to really, really do good, you know work at a high level. if you could just accept that and stop looking for sideshows and stop looking for distractions, your life would be a thousand times better and you know here's the thing: I know you know this. I know for a fact you know this, but you just ignore it because you're keep, you keep on hoping and praying that somehow what Julie and I are saying is wrong and somehow magically you're going you're gonna to be the person that discovers the shortcut. You think somehow you are some kind of you know, uh, a genius that you're going to weave together your own little plan with, that involves a bunch of shortcuts and that's going to make it so you never actually have to do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. That's what millions and millions of you believe it's sad because what you're doing is you're not just procrastinating your success you're making it so that you'll never achieve it because what you're you're going to spend lots of money and time and not, that's two things that many of you well no one has lots of time and very few people have lots of money so you're going to your real estate career will come to an end because you thought there was a shortcut, because you didn't actually listen to what we said and decide to truly focus on, on doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level on a consistent daily basis. That's what our premier coaching program was all about. It's not for wimps. It's not for lightweights. It's not for people that aren't serious. This isn't a raw, raw program. That's not the approach that Julie and I take. You long-time listeners, you know that. We're always going to tell you the truth. We're always going to tell you what you don't want to hear when you don't want to hear it, and ideally, hopefully, at the highest level so you actually will listen. If you want to know more about the Premier Coaching Program, if you want to get those free books, just text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996. Julie?
2: Yes, absolutely. So back to our, all this is related, of course, fear of rejection. Why does somebody buy buyer leads? Because it's the easy button, they thought right until it doesn't work anymore you run out of money you run out of credit card you run out of runway so it is much more sustainable what's the saying about when you teach a man to fish that's what popped to my mind but it's more yeah, when sustainable you teach a man, to yeah go you ahead, give sorry. a
1: man a fish he has you give a man a fish or a woman you know they have a meal for a day you teach them how to uh, fish they can feed themselves for a lifetime yeah that's the, that really is the essence yeah. of it, though, isn't it? I mean, that is the yeah, truth, Julie. That's a really good way of thinking about it. Yeah. Well, it's well that's, what they're yeah. Hope, that's what they're hoping for. They're hoping for an endless supply of people giving them fish opposed to learning how to do it themselves. That is the bottom line. Good, good analogy.
2: It is. So how do you power through this? Again, I try to make this a little bit more fun. So I did some research. And some of you will remember we did this, I don't know, maybe a year ago or so. But I've added to our notes since then. Uh, there's a great TED Talk by a guy named Jia Jiang, it's J-I-A, J-I-A-N-G, but you can find it in TED Talks. Um, He he boldly adventures into a territory, many fear, that's rejection. So here's what he did that was really fun, and he even has a little, I think he has some of these on YouTube, it's just a fun concept. He actively sought out rejection for 100 days, because he knew he had to get over it. He said, I am going to power through this, I'm going to do it for 100 days, and he came up with all of these rejection challenges for himself. For example, walk up to a stranger and ask to borrow 100 Okay, That's, that's weirder than saying, who do you know who could use my help buying or selling real estate this month, don't you think, right? Got 100 bucks you can lend me? Um, how about requesting a burger refill at a restaurant? He desensitized himself to the pain and shame that rejection often brings, or at least you think it brings to you, and discovered that simply asking for what you want can open up possibilities where you expect to find dead ends. So, what did he discover? And how does this apply to your real estate world? So, I took some points of, of what he discovered, and then I'm applying that to real estate. So, point number one his childhood fear had haunted him into adulthood. He had experienced rejection at about age six, and he goes into a story about that. Uh, it's basically a, a typical playground story. But from age six, I mean, that's only a year older than Zoe, to hold on to that for your whole life, okay? So he decided to get over that. He recognized it and decided to create 100 days of rejection to deep dive into this challenge. So I wrote down, what rejection are you still hanging on onto, and how long ago did it occur? Isn't it time to let that go? And then I wrote, Q, the Elsa song from Let It Go and Frozen, <laughs> right? Oh, man, Billy. It's such you... a great song. I know. Do you I, ever have a five-year-old in your life? <laughs> <laughs> right? But it's so applicable, and it sticks with you. It's a great brain worm to help you get over rejection. All right, point number two, what did he learn? He learned that it was not the initial rejection. It was the fact that he had no plan, no presentation, and no clothes. It wasn't the asking It was the fact that he he just didn't have a plan so i wrote down hmm sounds a lot like real estate issues consider the fact that winging it all the time keeps you on the path to rejection because the definition of close is the logical ending to a great presentation some of you live in fear of rejection and don't close because it's so awkward well why is it awkward because you're trying to close without having had a great presentation It's weird for you. It's weird for the prospect. That's why you don't do it and you continue to live in the fear of rejection. So what's the solution? Pre-listing package, pre-qualification scripts, actual listing presentation. It really makes things so much easier and less weird for your prospect. You'll want to close because you had a great presentation. And in fact, when you do things right and you follow our seven-step listing uh, process, which we've done entire podcasts on, and uh, like our Douglas Elliman friends, we did a little presentation about the seven-step listing process for them. So when you do that, it's almost uncanny. You'll actually have appointments that have virtually closed themselves. It's so much easier, and it's basically rejection-free. So, or in the case of real estate, objection-free, because objections are seen by agents as rejection. So number three, this fellow named Gia Uh, did the equivalent of, quote, earn while you learn by creating these experiences on purpose, experiences where he was likely to be rejected, asking for $100 from a stranger or a burger refill or asking to be a Starbucks greeter was one of his things, for example. Okay. And and if I recall correctly, one of the Starbucks stores that he tried this at actually let him do it, um, you know, just to see if he would. And he had a great time doing it. It was just a funny concept. So, One of the things I thought about when I wrote this, Earn While You Learn, and powering through those experiences. Tim, you said to me something yesterday, about a project you were working on, that there's such a difference in just taking action will get you to the finish line faster than simply thinking about how to get to the finish line, right? So by taking a few steps, you can't get to step five or six. You don't even really know what that action step is until you've done one, two, and three. And so many people get stuck because they want to, like you said, create their whiz bang, you know, personally created, sock together plan versus following something that actually works, and they end up not taking any action. I don't know if well, that made any what guys? Kind of, well,
1: no, it was yes. I know what you're talking about, but I mean here, that was in response to a lot of people who think they're supposed to have. Uh, role-play partners and accountability partners Mm. and all Mm -hmm. these other partners. And you guys who think like that, I like the idea of it conceptually. It sounds wonderful, but I promise you it's never going to work. And then you're going to use that as your excuse not to actually do the work. That's the reason that Julie and I always suggest that you role-play with the actual people who you're supposed to be prospecting, i.e. the sellers. Get on the phone. Fail forward. Because when you're under the actual pressure of being on the phone with a seller, you're going to get so much more Uh, effective at the calling, at the overcoming of the objections of learning how the, the conversation flow works in the scripts, that you are going to learn it in like three or four contacts, versus if you do what a lot of people do, which is the, you know, Mickey Mouse procrastination method, too much of this and role playing and studying that, you know, it's like those of you who join the coaching program and you think you're supposed to somehow magically um, learn all the content before you actually start doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Fact is, depending on where you are in your real estate career, you're not even completely ready for most of the content on Premier Coaching. Premier Coaching is the backbone of your business that's there when you need it. So if you're, you know, essentially just getting started, we've got a great path for new agents on Premier Coaching. If you're a veteran and you're looking for ways to take your business to the next level without, you know, spending all your money, obviously that's what Premier Coaching is designed for. But there are going to be different pathways that each agent takes depending on their previous experiences and, frankly, their experience level. But I'll tell you the mistake that all of you make, and this isn't just with Premier Coaching, it's in life in general, you'll hand-pack. You're going to look for the things that are easy. You're going to look for the things that basically go back to, you know what I'm going to say, don't require you to ever experience rejection. You're going to look for the things that will be in your mind, the passive stuff, so you don't actually ever have to learn to do the real proactive prospecting, the real work of this business, of any business by the way, it's picking up the phone. You know, and I was on this, you know, mini rant a second ago, but it's worth emphasizing again, when the rest of the world is being focused is focused on digital, When the rest of the world is trying to do passive, if you really want to stand out, pick up the phone. Don't worry about your preconceived notions about the phone. Those are your beliefs. Those are your temporary beliefs, by the way. Why do you assume everyone else thinks the way that you think? That's a huge mistake. Most people will be thrilled when you call them back, assuming that you're calling them about solving a problem that they have. They have a problem. You know how to solve it. That's what an expired listing is. That's what 99% of the calls that we ask you to consider doing are the folks that actually have a problem that needs to be solved. Learning how to know, learning how to actually do this business, it's actually relatively straight, straightforward. It's easy. You can learn. You know, we say always uh, earn as you learn, learn as you earn. Other way, either way, it works. The point being, don't wait to get started. Just jump two feet in and start taking actions like we tell you exactly how to do in Premier Coaching. If you want to learn more about Premier Coaching, text the word HARRIS to 31996, 31996. Remember, just by doing so, we're going to give you those free books, and you're entitled to a free coaching call with one of our new member coaches. Julie?
2: Yes, indeed. So one of the things that was learned by this forced rejection project was that this fellow learned not to quit, not to give up. He developed what we call stick-to-itiveness, or the intuition that you must stick to it to succeed. So remember the stages of learning. We did a podcast on that. The second stage is concentration. That's exactly what we just described, not giving up. Work, 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 power through. And this is where so many agents fail, is they, they get frustrated after, you know, we hear it in things like, well, I tried calling expireds. Well, what? Like how many? Well, I called three and nobody was home. <laughs> like is that really trying or is that just dabbling? Is that what a hobbyist would do, a sampler? That's not, not giving up. Uh, even if it was 20, you're still not authorized to really make a claim whether it works or doesn't when you didn't really work yourself. So I think this is an important point that he made is to just not quit, to not give up. And, you know, we have the plane taking off analogy that we, we use quite frequently. But, you know, what would happen if the pilot decided to let off the gas before you reached altitude? How comfortable would that be? No, he keeps on powering through. That's what it takes to fly the plane. So I did a much shorter version of that so we can get through some of these points. Point number five, he decided to be a better leader. This guy that did this is an entrepreneur. I'm making it apply to real estate. But he decided that to be a better leader, he must be a better person. So some of this is working on yourself and being more conscious and more present so that you can deal with the rejection aspect. And point number six, there's a website that's actually, he he calls it rejectiontherapy.com. It's a game where people come up with uh, rejection exercises to desensitize yourself. He had a video blog that he did, right? So what he observed is that he had a ton of, he had a lot of fear, but that the prospect, was actually very reasonable and approachable. I mean, they let him be a greeter at Starbucks. Somebody said yes to that. It was his issue that he didn't have a plan. He would just run away when he felt rejected. But the next day, he decided not to run. So have that plan. For example, point number seven, then I have to get to Premier, and we'll continue this tomorrow. Uh, he did one of these experiments with uh, creating Olympic donuts, right? He went to Krispy Kreme. He asked for Krispy Kreme to make him custom five donuts linked together to make the Olympic symbol, and the manager of Krispy Kreme actually said, yeah, that'll be fun. I'll do that for you. So he realized that he just had to ask enough times to hear yes, and this drives, I'm handing this point right to you, Tim. How many times are you asking for the business, and how many times, not a month or or a week, but how many times per day are our podcast listeners in a position to actually hear no? And I'm going to run over to Premier while you wrap up on that thought.
1: Well, we did have this little uh, question that Julie and I just had popping in our heads when we were performing. well I say performing, it's really what it is. Presenting in front of a group of agents. Um, and uh, the first time we did it was uh, probably about a year ago where we said, if you're not putting yourself in a position to hear the word no at least five times a day, you're not doing your job. I remember the first time we did that, uh, people just gasped now because – you know, A lot of you guys are listeners to the podcast on a regular basis, so you've heard us say that before, so at least conceptually you get the idea. But how many of you are actually taking action with that concept? And I'm not talking about your spouse or your kid, you know, <laughs> or it's just it's something I'm, – I'm talking about hearing no – from potential sellers when you're calling an unrepresented owner or aka for sale by owner. When you're calling, we have like 25 different lead sources that we ask for you to uh, learn how to proactively lead generate from. And these lead sources don't cost you anything. These leads are free. So ask yourself, are you putting yourself in a position to hear the word no at least five times a day? You know, and I know you're not. So the answer for that first one for 99% of you is no. Well, here's another thought. Right now, how much would you pay for a stack? If I gave you 100 sellers in your marketplace that needed to sell their house, so you have a list of 100 agents in your marketplace that need to sell their house, how much would you pay for those leads? We asked that question for one of the groups, and we were in New York City. And uh, we had all kinds of extreme numbers thrown out at us because they were benchmarking how much seller leads are worth in their mind compared to the ridiculous, stupid money some of them have been spending uh, on Zillow leads. and Thankfully, Douglas Elliman is definitely not a proponent of buying buyer leads. They are a proponent of agents learning how to generate their own business, which I had massive respect for. Not something I see very often, if you want to know the truth, amongst a lot of brokerages. A lot of brokerages, because they don't know how to teach their agents how to go after business themselves, they are proponents of making money from selling those uh, Zillow leads and margining them and selling them back to the agents in their office. So not only not they not helping agents build careers, not only are they not agent, uh, helping agents learn how to actually you know, fish, to use Julie's earlier analogy, but they're actually making money from it. Talk about a really bad brokerage situation, if you ask me. Agents, if you're in a situation like that right now where you're essentially thinking that your broker's doing you a favor by charging you a referral fee 35 to 40% on top of your commission split for a buyer lead, you're crazy. Buyer leads are the easiest thing to get. They're free you, if you have one listing. You have to beat the buyers off with the stick. You attach on your sign, 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE. Just go to 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.com. And if you put a one 800 home right writer on your sign, yes, sign. I know some of you can't use real estate signs. I get it. But you could certainly run 800-HOME-HOTLINE in any of the ads that you're running, if you're doing ads at all. Or at the end of the day, the fact is, is you'll get lots of calls from people who are searching you out just because they're looking in neighborhoods, and they're going to see that you're a listing agent, and they might see it on you know, one of the portals. The moral of the story is, if I were to stand in front of you right now, a group of you, and I were to say, how much would you pay me for 100 sellers that we already know that they have to sell the house? We already know what they think it's worth. We already know their contact information. You would pay me Hundreds of dollars per lead. You know you would. You already are. You're paying, in some cases, tens of thousands in referral fees, so of course you would. Well, those leads are free, guys. They are. They're free. They're in your MOS right now. They're called expired listings, and you can research them in every single market. You can find out who's uh, not selling, and you can learn how to go after that business. That is just one of the arguably about 50 different lead generators that we teach you. But we're really drilling down on expires right now, at least for the next few months, because of the fact that it's the best opportunity to make money right now in real estate. There's no doubt. And it's the best opportunity because the market's changing, and so few agents have a clue how to proactively lead generate. So if you're sitting you know, or standing or walking or talking or driving or whatever, listening, and you're saying, how the hell am I going to really kick some serious ass in real estate? We just told you. Are you listening? Or are you just basically going to drop off some more pumpkin pies and forget-me-not seeds and hope and pray that somehow your phones are going to ring? How long are you literally going to stay on the lazy train? You've got to ask yourself that question. Some of you, the rest of your lives, I get it. We can't help all of you. Many of you don't want to be helped. You're listening to us because you find us entertaining for some reason. (laughs) I don't know. know. You're listening to us because we're like comfort food for you. Some of you have been listening to us for years. I get that. But the moral of the story is our job is to educate you, motivate you, but our real job, our focus, our mission is to get you into action. But ultimately, you're the only one that can decide if that third element is going to be something that actually you're going to do anything with. Are you going to get into action with this information? Look, guys, we've made it simple for you. You can learn more about the coaching program. You can learn more about how to be a proactive lead generator. Everything you want to focus on in your business that's going to put you in a position to, have to be financially free, we're going to teach you how to do it. That's what we do. That's the reason our book on Amazon is an international bestseller, Harris Rules, if you've not purchased that book. And an updated and revised edition is coming out in June. It's twice the size um, Julie, God bless your soul, spent just an ungably amount of time on it. <laughs> so that book is now in pre-sale. So if you want to pick that one up on Amazon, go right ahead. Or in the meantime, just text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996. In the meantime, if you need me for anything, it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow.